I done seen all of these movies, I done read reviews But all these other critics leave me less amused I still need opinions, I'm just messing, dude But it's gotta come from the projection room, yeah, yeah Bonjour, bienvenue à la 16e épisode de le podcast I don't even know if this is the 16th episode where... We're at, uh, maybe it's the 15th. Let's pretend it's a milestone. Woohoo! 15th episode, guys. Well done. Thanks so much for joining me today. This is the Rathpeak and Rambler. This is Keen Dalton um, with another episode of The Projection Room. Um, before we get into it, guys, how was your weekend? How was it? What you get up to? I myself had my first, not my first, but my first experience since the lockdown of um, poor service. And I'm just so happy for that to be back in my life. God, I missed it. God, I missed the sense of just anger and just my my head getting more and more annoyed and the fuming rage that is building up inside me as as a waiter slash waitress um, ignores me and doesn't take my order. And I know, and I know, and I know before anybody says, ah, you know, it's a tough job. And it is a tough job. I did it briefly before. Um, I've worked in, not briefly, I've worked in hospitality and in the retail and in customer service, customer facing jobs, you know, for most of my, for nearly all of my career, my varied career. And it is, it is tough to be dealing with the public. And it is very, very tough. But we're in a restaurant. I won't name the restaurant. Not to, you know, just because I don't want to be a total dickhead. We went in, your man sat us down, and we were celebrating a milestone ourselves, myself and the girlfriend. We were going out for a nice dinner to celebrate a milestone in our relationship. And he sat us down, getting on great, took our drinks order. I personally was delighted to be finally having a poured pint, a freshly poured pint of um, Hop House. You know, it wasn't from a can, just something from a tap. Absolutely lovely. Got our food order and got another drink in. Your man was playing a fucking blinder. He had a fantastic first half. Soon as the food came in, we ceased to exist. We ceased to exist. He just kept walking. Anytime he walked by, he'd keep his head down. And I know, you know, we could have turned around and, you know, there's there's always room to be like, hey, sorry, can we get a pint here? Can we get a few drinks? But, you know, he missed out on a good 50, 60 euro worth of revenue there. It was expensive enough, enough as it is with two mains and two drinks each. But sure, we probably would have had another two or three pints in the time we had left. We probably would have got desserts. I definitely would have got a dessert because I'm a glutton. But anyways, that was kind of, you know, I'm just so happy for that to be back in my life. I hadn't felt that angry in ages, guys. It just felt so good. But that's not what this podcast is about. That can be for a post. That can be for the blog. Check out my blog, The Peak and Rambler, at WordPress. Um, it's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's on everything. This week, guys... We're going to be talking about Power Rangers. We're going to be talking about Power Rangers. Now, on Twitter, uh, one of my favorite Cork... Or, no, he's my favorite Cork artist, I suppose. I don't know many Cork artists, but he's definitely um, my favorite. Um, is Dynamite Studios. Um, it's... Oh, just you should see the prints he puts out. And now that you know I've saved up a bit of money because of working from home and stuff and not being traveling that much... I'm definitely going to buy a few prints um, for whenever I move into my own place, you know. Um, but Dynamite, you just see, you'd go onto his Twitter anyways, first of all. 
and he had an absolutely fantastic map of Cork there recently uh, that was just brilliant and hilarious and you know Cork is just the centre of the universe as as we all know not just Cork people know that everybody knows that um, you know Cork is the best place on earth there's no doubting that and it was just good to see it finally represented as fair as it should be in mainstream media um, but check it out but he had a piece up there on you know um, he has a series of different superheroes and just different things going on in Cork that are just brilliant I'm not going to say any of them now because you should just go and check them out and I don't want to do them a disservice by describing them wrongly but this one had the Power Rangers outside of the Elysian by the Aldi <laughs> in Cork City Do you know where uh, Borgosh is and they had the Megazord behind them and all the Power Rangers doing their poses and they had Aldi bags and they were just fantastic and subconsciously that stuck in my mind because then on Friday I was like Jesus lads I, I need a podcast topic I don't know what to talk about and I had so many ideas in my head but I was like I don't feel like that's right for this week or do you know it's, that wasn't the first thing but then I just thought of Power Rangers and I was like oh my god this is what I want to talk about and so I just want to say thanks very much to Dynamite Studios for the inspiration Um thanks just for all the class prints you put out there I can't wait to buy some myself and you know I don't know if you know this about me you obviously wouldn't but I I don't like playing you know robbing stuff off YouTube or whatever because of copyright laws and stuff Um, I don't know what the copyright laws is but I thought for this one I just said you know feck it balls to the wall if they sue me, they sue me, but I doubt they're going to sue me because the podcast is not that well known. But check out, not check out, listen to, right now, <laughs> check out, listen to the Power Rangers theme tune. What an absolute, just banger of a theme tune from the 90s. So guys, without further ado, this is Projection Room, Power Rangers. <laughs> How did we not get into more scuffles as kids like with our brothers and sisters or with our friends after listening to that theme tune? The absolute just filth of that guitar solo. Oh, Jesus. It is the best. Is that one of the best theme tunes from our childhood? People who have watched Power Rangers? It's definitely one of mine. I mean, I'm trying to think here now, but I don't think, you know, I couldn't compare that now to like Drake or Josh. Drake and... Drake or Josh in a fight to the death in suburbia in California. Drake and Josh, um, like that is that's a bop. That is a bop. Like and I never thought that I'd be so simple, but I found a way. I found a way. Like that is a pop banger. But Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like the guitar. Oh my god! Like 
Like, how are we? How did we even sleep? How did we go about our day not just playing that over and over in our head? And I know, as kids, Power Rangers was just one of the best games to play. Because all you had to do was just fight with each other, you know. It was just a great old... Watching it was great fun. You know, watching it was great because of the action scenes. And, like, you know, even as a child, we probably knew, like, it's not great. Like, Did he actually hit your man, though? Because it looked like he just kicked across his chest. Um... But it was just an absolutely, absolute banger, absolute banger of a show, absolute banger of a movie. And before I go any further, I might just say, so this, while this says Power Rangers, this is mainly going to be about the Power Rangers that I grew up with, which is namely Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the original series from 93 to 96, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, 95, and the Power Rangers Time Force game on the PlayStation 1. Yes, yes. If anybody's out there, like, if that rings a bell in anyone's head, like, what a game. What a game. Um, I'm also going to mention a few of the other ones, like, you know, there was um, Wild Force. That was a good one. I do remember that. Um, The movie from 2017, I think it was the re- most recent movie. That was all right. You know, that was Grant. Um and other than that i haven't watched any of the other ones really i mean you know i'm a man i'm a grown man i do act like a child and i have a lot of childish hobbies some might say childish hobbies i don't think they're childish but i don't watch power rangers exclusively but i did watch a lot of stuff on youtube in preparation for this i just loved power rangers growing up you know it was i think everybody wanted to be no matter your Jesus, and using the—I'm about to use the phrase "social standing" for a group of kids, but you know, you know, you know, there's always that one kid. No, <laughs> you know, as a kid, no matter where you lay in your friend group, you know, no matter who the kind of the the unsaid leader was, everybody wanted to be the Red Ranger or the Green Ranger or the White Ranger. From Mighty Morphin, anyways, because you had Jason as the Red Ranger, who was the de facto leader. Then you had the Green Ranger, Tommy, and Tommy was just so cool that he just almost transcended leadership. It was like, right, Jason's in charge of, you know, Kimberly, Billy, Zach, and Trini, and Tommy is his own guy. And then when the Green Candle, oh my god, I'm getting too into it, I'm just so excited. I'm so fucking excited you guys talk about Power Rangers. Um... What was that accent? Um, but Tommy was so cool. And then he came back as the White Ranger. You know, it was one of those three. The Blue Ranger was cool. Black Ranger was cool. When we were kids, you know, social gender and stuff like, you know, when you were a boy, you were never, I suppose it wasn't cool to want to be the Yellow or the Pink Ranger. But looking back now, the Yellow Ranger was really cool. And Kimberly was a cool character. So, like, you know... The, the first, that first show, that first season was just brilliant for kids anyways. But anyways, we'll go through it. Okay, so we're going to be talking about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Then we're going to be talking briefly about the movie. Going to talk a bit about um, Time Force, the game, because I love PlayStation. I love gaming as well. I don't talk about that much because I'm not the biggest gamer. I do love playing games, though. Um, and I'm trying to get back into playing story games. I'm getting off FIFA. Um, I actually, you know... I just get too angry when I play FIFA, so I'm not playing FIFA anymore. Um, but let's go into it. Let's start off with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the TV show from 93 to 96. 
you've already heard the theme tune. I mean, where there there's you're already at the you're already at peak nineties t- children's TV. You know, you know in the eighties you had unreal theme tunes with the animations, with uh, Transformers and stuff, and now you have this nineties kids action TV show with hard rock solo guitar solo and just you know you're setting kids up for an absolutely whopper day there aren't you i mean imagine imagine just let's bring it back okay i'm gonna bring it back for myself now to early 2000s watching mighty Morphin power rangers on vhs and sitting down to breakfast you might throw on a little vhs get the kids going for the day have your cereal there. Watch your Power Rangers, and all you hear, oh, you walk back into the room. You just see your little five-year-old, absolutely just headbanging, mosh pit with his younger brother, just going absolutely crazy. You're setting that kid up for an absolutely fantastic day. You're starting him out on the top of the fucking mountain, and he's just gonna stay there all day. Peaked, peaked at seven thirty a.m. What a feeling! <laughs> what a feeling! But you know. While it was such a fantastic show, there was a lot of problems with um, the actual creators and runners of the show. I'm going to get into that in a minute. People might know about that already. But the show centered around these, was it six teenagers? So you had Jason, Billy, Trini, Zach, Kimberly, and Tommy. And they were just six um, six kids from um, Angel Valley or Angel High or something like that. And they get chosen by Zordon of Eltar to be the Power Rangers, and they, they protect the world. They basically protect um, the little town they're from, Angel Valley or something like that. I can't remember it exactly, but um, you know they basically protect that town from a couple of different villains. The most notable ones are Lord Zed and Angel Grove. Sorry, that's it. Um, the most notable ones are Lord Zed, absolutely terrifying as a child. And you have Rita Repulsa is another one. She's absolutely terrifying. And then there's other ones, the little minions, Goldar is one. That he was a bit he was a lot scarier as a child, and then when you go up you hear his voice actor, and you're like, Oh, this is just a silly, silly, um, silly character. And then they, you have these different kind of, they had these different battles every episode or every, you know, every couple of episodes where they'd come up against this villain and they defeat the villain and then the, the villain morphs into a massive version of itself and the Power Rangers have to get into their Megazord, big massive robot that they all sit and they control apart like the Yellow Ranger controlled a fist or something. It was all... Um, it was all very, very cool when we were children. Um, they had just random villains every time, um, but the main ones were always like Rita Repulsa and Lord Zed. Lord Zed really, you know, I was looking at him and the actual outfit design for him is actually really cool. You know, I wouldn't look at that out of place in... I'd love to see a remastered version of Lord Zed, to be honest, because in the 2017 movie, they had just had Rita Repulsa, as far as I remember. Um, they didn't have Lord Zed. I'd love to see Lord Zed like remastered. Now I know that um, what's that fella from Dawson's Creek? I can't remember his name. No, but he did like a dark version of Power Rangers, a short film. 
I'll put that up on my page for anyone wanting to check it out. But it's really, really cool. It's like nine or ten minutes long on um on YouTube and it's like a dark version of one of the Rangers gone wrong. And there's actually you know, they're killing each like that's cool for an older person who grew up with Power Rangers. But yeah, so that was it. it was six teenagers turned into the Power Rangers, saving the earth slash Angel Grove from Rita Repulsa, Lord Zed. Yes, I would love to see Lord Zed remastered in like an actual dark adult Power Rangers movie. I just think it'd be so cool. So our main characters, as I said already, were Jason, Red Ranger, Billy, the Blue Ranger, Trini, the Yellow Ranger, Kimberly, Pink Ranger, Zack, Black Ranger, and Tommy, the Green slash White Ranger. Um, Jason was the Red Ranger, leader of the pack, absolutely fantastic. You know, the actor Austin St. John, he only did like 82 episodes out of 100 and something. Excuse me. He actually left. He um, was a Trini and Zach. Um, actually left after like the first or second season because of tra- contract disputes, and so they weren't actually in the nineteen ninety five, um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, which is a shame because it was a very good movie. Like, all right, I watched bits of it on YouTube over the weekend to refresh my memory. And it's not great, obviously, but it's it's kind of seamless. Like, you know, there's never a scene where nothing's going on, you know? Like the scene, one of the scenes I watched is when the Power Rangers meet Ivan Ooze. And, okay, we'll talk about the movie, but basically there's, there's never a, a time when nothing is going on, you know? Like there's always something happening to further the plot. or further, And they do say that's what you need. If, if you have a scene where you're not furthering the plot or furthering a character's kind of uh, motives, then it's not a good scene. And it might be a good movie, but they did that, you know. But anyways, back to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the series. So there was a lot of chopping and changing of different characters and different actors and stuff because of contract disputes. disputes. Um, one of the most notable departures from the Mighty Morphin series, and it's very, very serious and actually not like lighthearted at all, is David Yost, who played Billy, left just walked off set one day because he because he had been homophobic homophobic he had received homophobic abuse from creators crew members writers he he's he gave um he gave an interview in 2010 or 2011 it's on youtube i'll put that up on my page as well um he gave an interview saying that he had been called um the F faggot, which is an absolutely terrible slur to use for any gay person. And it's definitely come to the fore in more modern times, but even back then. Not even back then. I don't you know, it's not I'm not qualifying anything. Like that's just a terrible slur. Should never be used. He had received it, and I, I think it was from crew members. Now I don't think any of the cast, because he's still very friendly with the cast, he's still very friendly with Kimberly, Amy Joe Johnson, who plays Kimberly. Um and I think he's friendly with the other guys as well. I'm not exactly sure, but I know they're close. But he left because of that. And I think it was the cast stuck up for him. But he said in this interview that other cast members had been brought in and asked about his sexuality. Like, how demeaning is that? To be an actor and to be one of the lead actors in the most one of the most famous kids' shows in the world. And to have your cast members come in 
and be asked, oh, well, what's up with David? Is he, you know, is he seeing any girls or what's he doing, you know? So he left. So there was a, f- a few high-profile departures, like, you know, your, your Red Ranger's gone, your Blue Ranger's gone. Um, Wal- oh, can't remember. Walter, um, sorry, no. Um, Tai Trang and uh, what's his name? Walter, sorry about this. Walter Jones, who played the Black Ranger, and Ty Trang, who played Trini, the Yellow Ranger, they left over contract disputes. Also, um, Ty Trang, who played the Yellow Ranger, Trini, she actually died in a car accident in 1994. So she was gone from the show, and she also tragically lost her life. So there's actually there's a lot of history here in this first series. You know, you have people leaving because of contract disputes, tragically dying. You have um, one of your lead members being discriminated against because of his sexuality and leaving and never really coming back he's done comic-con appearances he's done a few appearances here and there but he's never really come back to any of the shows not like austin st john who played jason he's come back he came back to like power ranger zeo he came back in the there's a 1987 movie he came back in wild force um you know he's done some voice acting here and there i believe jason david frank who plays tommy has been in so many Power Rangers, like he's he's he never really left the franchise. He was in a lot of the subsequent series. He was in, um, I think he was in he was in the the newest movie. Amy Jo Johnson, him were in the newest movie. They were like bit parts, you know. They turned around and they see like the Power Rangers, and it's kind of like a throwback, you know. And Jason David Frank is is interesting. He's a bit of an oddball, like you know he. And I I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Like you know, he's just he's he he was in the UFC. I, I'm not sure if he still is, but he he was in the UFC for years, and he developed an obsession with CM Punk, the famous wrestler who went to the UFC and did famously bad, got beaten up lots of times in his matches. Um, fantastic in the WWE, but couldn't transfer that to an actual real fighting arena, you know crowd was crowd was against him i suppose and it's different when it's you know the ufc and it's you know the crowd are you know the crowd are supposed to be against you in the w but when you're actually facing that real kind of like people wanting you to lose all the time it probably hindered him but but anyways i'm gonna stop talking shit about things i know nothing about um jason david frank was obsessed and kept calling CM Punk out, and Jason DeFranco wasn't getting much fights himself. I'm not sure of his record now. I didn't look into that because I don't really watch UFC or I don't watch, um, you know, fighting like that. I don't watch those fighting sports. Um, I think, but I used to follow him on Instagram, and he was always calling him out. It was a bit odd, but he stayed with the franchise the longest, um, as far as I remember. But that was kind of the first, um, that was Mighty Morphin's 1983 to 1996. And it holds a special place in my, in my heart. And that's, it's actually the movie that followed it. It's the 25th anniversary of the movie of that movie this year. But, you know, Power Rangers has always been one of those, one of my earliest memories of TV and film and stuff. Just, you know, it was not cartoony in the fact of animation but you know what i mean like it was you you knew that you knew that um everything was going to be okay for your heroes and even when tommy when the green candle 
I think it was Rita Repulsa had a candle and when it burned out, Tommy would disappear. People love the show so much that they brought him back, you know, which is fantastic. It's 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 great. And it was just a fantastic TV show. And, you know, just so glad that I got to experience it growing up. Um, I actually went out and I bought, um, <laughs> it was on my Instagram the other day. I was in TK Maxx. And I saw one of those little Funko figures, you know, the pop figurines of uh, Jason, the original Red Ranger. Um, so check that out on my Instagram if you want to see him. It's He's my little mascot here today. He's been beside the laptop watching me talk shit. Um, so we're going to move on to the Mighty Morphin movie from 1995. And I just have some fantastic memories of this and little observations from watching bits of it. Um over the weekend so let's get into it but first let me have a sip of coffee i probably should have paused this and just not had my coffee and had my coffee on the pause but i want you guys to know that i'm human too hey i pee and poop just like the rest of you you know (laughs) it's so much shite this weekend like that i'm just finally getting back to normality and every like bit of good food and good energy that I put into myself, my body is just slowly rejecting. Like I had a little fiber one bar on my body and just said, What are you you had a slice of pizza for breakfast this morning. What are you doing, you crazy cat? <laughs> it's tough. It's tough at the top. So the Mighty Morphin movie from nineteen ninety five, as I said, you know, there was contract disputes, so Jason so Austin St. John, Walter Jones, and Ty Trang weren't in this, but Amy Jo Johnson, David Yost, and um, Jason David Frank were in this. So you had um, Jason or you know Jason David Frank, Tommy as the White Ranger. You had Billy as the Blue Ranger, and Kimberly as the Pink Ranger. So you had three of the original, and three other people came in. Um, you had a different Red Ranger, different. Um, Black Ranger and different Yellow Ranger and the Red Ranger was just one of the guys this time so Tommy is now the leader of the group you know and there's a fantastic scene um, of uh, it's so 90s you know it's so American 90s that this scene that I watched and it shows the gang the six the six teenagers um, rollerblading through Angel Grove and they get a distressed call from Alpha and he's back at the base with Zordon, and he's like, Rangers, Rangers, you got to come quickly. There's something bad going on. And they all um, zoom away, and it shows them zooming off in, in their respective colors. And it's so funny. It's so brilliant. So it's just, it's fantastic, you know. And you get back, and Zordon tells them, 6,000 years ago, um, Ivan Ooze roamed the Earth. And a group of teenagers, not unlike yourselves, sealed him away um hopefully for eternity but he is returned and then it cuts to uh, Rita Repulsa Lord Zed and Goldar and some other guy some other fucking creature who just looked really really terrible um at some construction site and lo and behold he's after you know he's after he's after being unearthed this Ivan Ooze in Angel Grove you know as 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 it happens, you know, like the Power Ranger in Angel Grove, and no, he's in Angel Grove. And my favorite bit about this is that, like, six thousand years ago, we're talking like ancient Greece, 
you know and I just knew like I haven't watched the movie in years but I just knew as soon as this guy came out of this egg that was sealed or whatever this chamber that was sealed he'd have like an old kind of generic American accent I just knew it and I just started laughing so much that I was thinking like okay 6,000 years ago you know let's say 6,000 years ago and he's roaming the earth and he spends time in ancient Greece and like um, someone stops like hello I am Herostophocles and uh, I'm son of Astephocles and you know my mother is such and such what is your name weary traveler and you know ancient Greeks had you know famously had um generic English accents you know and then he turned around and was like Ivan Ooze nice to meet you <laughs> that's <so> stupid <laughs> I don't know why it made me laugh so much but I'm just thinking about 6,000 years ago this guy going around and the name Ivan wasn't even created yet and this guy's going around and everyone's called like and if he's in America it's all the Native Americans so they're speaking a you know a totally different language and he's going around in his American accent going like, hey, and Ivan Ooze, nice to meet you. How you doing? How you doing over here? He's like, you, you want to fight or something? <laughs> so stupid. But I loved it. I just knew as soon as, maybe it was me and my subconscious memory from watching the movie years ago. But, you know, the arrangers just keep, you know, they have to fight. Um, But that that was my favorite part of watching, watching that movie. Um. You know, it's 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 annoying that the original cast didn't get to reprise their roles. Um, obviously tragic about uh, Tai Trang, but Walter Jones and Austin St. John, you know, it's a bit, it's, it's looking back now, it would have been great to have the original cast. But apparently direct, the directors didn't even um, watch the TV show before they directed this movie. They had like a speed run through. So it didn't matter to them. I mean, at the same time, Saban, I think they're the the company that owns it. At the at the end of the day, it's a it's a cash cow for them, isn't it? Like, you know, it was anyways. Like, the Power Rangers was is an Americanized version of a Japanese um series called Super Sentai Zayu Ranger from nineteen ninety two, and you can actually see that in in some of the first season, I believe. A lot of the fighting footage is old stock footage that they just took from from the Japanese show. So, you know, they cut corners all the way through all the way through. And as I said about the TV show, not the movie so much, but as I said about the TV show, there was a bit of problems. I mean, like you had so your Black Ranger and your Yellow Ranger, your Black Ranger was a black male called Zack who liked hip hop and had dreadlocks sometimes. Or not dreadlocks but cornrows. And your Yellow Ranger was um, a young woman of Asian descent called um, Trini. Like, they were never, they they weren't the most politically correct people or they weren't the most, like, diligent people in making sure that they were creating something for all, you know? It was very, but anyways, the movie was very 90s. I was watching one of the fight scenes and it's all, like, one-liners here and one-liners there. Um, you know, I'm not gonna spoil it for you because I didn't watch all of it. And I can't remember how it ends, but I think I'm safe in saying that the Rangers defeated Ivan Ooze and sent him back into his chamber. <laughs> Ivan Ooze, like, I just think that's the best thing ever. And you know what? As much as I'm making fun of it now, 
Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie 95 was the inspiration. And I don't care. I don't care if people can come back at me with receipts and say like, oh, well, this character was actually created in the 60s by Marvel. You know, Stanley actually created this guy in 1954. I don't give a fucking shit, man. In Sabanur, Apocalypse from X-Men Apocalypse is totally based off Ivan Ooze. And I'm so surprised that not more people actually said that. I remember saying, like, it was just fucking outrageous. Like, I remember watching Apocalypse, and through the whole movie, I was like, which I didn't think it was a good movie anyways, but watching the whole movie, I was like, who does this guy remind me of? Who is this? This guy, is this guy a crossover villain or something? And then I was like, hang on, Ivan Ooze. And I couldn't remember the name. And this is three or four years ago, like, you know, I was like, who the fuck was this guy? And I remember seeing Ivan Ooze face, like, oh, my God, I've seen this villain before. And now X-Men Apocalypse is hilarious. And he was like, I mean, me and my brother always laugh about that scene where um, Apocalypse is trying to, like, make Charles do his work. And he's talking and says, like, Charles, we're connected. <laughs> we're connected, Charles. What a shit movie. Like and Oscar Isaac. I don't know. He's picked some bad movies, man. He's picked some bad, bad movies. But um anyways, that's Mighty Morphin Rangers. The movie, nineteen ninety five. I think it's on HBO Max. It's not on any streaming service I could find here, but it's on HBO Max. I think it's on Hulu actually. It's on Hulu. Go check out Hulu if you wish. Okay, so the final not the final bit, but the last topic really before I start shiting on, um, is Power Rangers, the PlayStation 1 game, Time Force. Oh, lads, when I looked this up on YouTube, the wave of nostalgia that hit me was just akin to taking a piss after holding in. You remember, you know when you're after, when you're, ho- you're you had to hold in a piss for so long and it's getting to that point of like oh no, I have to go. I have to relieve myself now. And you finally make it to a bathroom and you start weeing. Oh my days. Oh my days. It was like that, that wave of nostalgia. It was like I had to take a pee that I didn't know I had to take. I had to like scratch that itch of that nostalgic. Ah, weird analogies. But I had to scratch that itch, you know. And I remember playing this on PlayStation 1. We never had a memory card for the PlayStation 1 because it was like 30 euro or something. And my parents... um, weren't going to buy it for this. and fucking dead right 30 euro for a fucking memory card now when saying that I'll go spend money on a terabyte here no bother but that's my thing like you know it, like we never had a memory card anyways for the Playstation 1 we had one oh, we never had one for the Playstation 2 either did we oh we had one we did we had to buy one for the Playstation 2 because that, you know you had to buy one you had to have one then for the Playstation 1 not a hope and I had this game for the Playstation 1 Power Rangers Time Force and Holy Lord, Holy Lord was the PlayStation 1, you know, looking at it now, they'll look bad, compared to now, obviously, because you're, we're basically playing fucking interactive movies on the PlayStation now, like, I mean, I've been playing Grand Theft Auto Five for the past couple of weeks, and trying to go through it, as I was saying, trying to actually play games now, but we're playing interactive fucking movies now, we're not playing just level games, you know, it's, you know, it's mad looking back at it, but you know, you're 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 the Power Rangers, you're going through different times, you're in the Wild West in the second level, I think. At the end of the game, you're in fucking ancient Greece. 
with Ivan Ooze, you team up with Ivan Ooze, Ivan Ooze and all the boys, and you're fighting your way through. But like you, the premise of the game was to get through these missions and collect uh, little hourglasses that extend your time. And you know you jump and you you fight little monsters and stuff. They're not putties, rained, whatever. I never watched the Time Four series. Oh, excuse me. But um, fantastic game. If anybody can get like a PS1 emulator or something, get Time Force. It's fucking brilliant. But it's like, it's the gameplay only lasts about an hour. But as a child, I don't think I ever completed it because even then I was bad at completing games because I'd get stuck on a mission. I'd be like, no. The only games I ever completed properly were uh, The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Um, That was just a fantastic game. Loved it so much. I would play that for hours. Still would play it. We might, me and my youngest brother were actually looking for controllers so that we could play the PlayStation 2 again, play games like um, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, The Third Age. Oh, that was Xbox 360, actually. Um, Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup was PS2. What an absolute banger of a game. So many fantastic games on the PS2 that are probably terrible when I go back to play them. But sure, look, that's what nostalgia does. Roasting the glasses. Look, when you... Hey, I think it was Bojack Horseman, like, when you wear rose-tinted glasses, all red flags just look like flags. And I know that's about relationships, a totally different issue, but when you're looking back on something with nostalgia, even the bad things seem good, you know. Oh, that leg. Do you remember that leg? Oh. Do you remember we didn't have a memory card and we had to play the game all day, every day, and we had to leave it on and we got in trouble. Do you remember that? It's great crack. <laughs> But Power Rangers Time Force, check it out on YouTube. It's actually hilarious. I forgot that this little owl pops up and tells you, you know, what to do. And it's just a fantastic game. And the theme tune is stuck in my head still. Not the theme tune, but the little song from the game. But that's kind of, that's that's it, guys. I, I mean, I could go on and talk about different Power Rangers and stuff. As I said, the movie that was out 2017 stars, I think it's, you know, it has... um that girl from Aladdin, that guy from Stranger Things, that movie, that movie was fine, you know, it was grand, um, obviously I went to watch it, I enjoyed it, like, you know, because I'm a big Power Rangers fan, um, up Celtic, fuck the Rangers, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to put that, um, those few videos on my page, I'll put up that interview with, um, David Yost, and I will put up the video of um, the guy from Dawson's Creek doing the Dark Power Rangers, and you know, I think this was a very, I, I actually enjoyed this episode, I enjoyed doing this, I know I have kind of petered out, you know, um, but I really enjoyed it, because Power Rangers was one of your my first shows, you know. Okay, obviously Barney was probably my first show. Everyone has different kids' shows. You know, you could talk to anyone, they'd be like, you know, everyone has a different show. But, you know, for, I think it was my middle brother was Bear in the Big Blue House and Ben 10 for the youngest, I was Barney. Do you know, you just have, everyone has different shows, but I think Power Rangers, everybody has watched one of the Power Rangers, you know? Whether it be this one or, you know, whether it's... um. Dino Force was one, or Power Rangers Zeo, or Power Rangers Wild Force. Wild Force, we watched a lot of Wild Force, actually. Um, but the 2017 movie, I thought there was going to be a sequel. 
thought they were going to do more with that, but I think it's just after petering out, really, which is a shame because, you know, it it would be nice to see a modern retelling of it. And I know I have said in the past like that not everything needs to be remade. They should leave stuff alone, but I think to make it, you know, more modern would be cool too and have proper, you know, fight scenes like 2017 movie. But I don't know if anything's going to be... Like, they might have something in the pipeline. I just haven't heard about it. But unfortunately, nothing seems to be going on right now. But um, that's Power Rangers. That is Power Rangers, guys. Um, I apologize for petering out a bit here now. But um, it's just been one of those days, you know, absolutely exhausted from doing nothing over the weekend um so just before i go i'm not going to talk about any of the shite that's gone on with the government that's for a different podcast that's for my blog um want to say thanks so much to everyone for listening and for um supporting the podcast and the blog and stuff like that um check me out on wordpress instagram twitter and facebook as well check me out on all of those socials Um, i hope everyone has a fantastic week uh, i'm going on holidays later this week so we'll try and get the other podcast done for next monday as well i'll keep it going every monday Um, i want to yeah just thanks so much to everyone supporting and being patient with me as i kind of learn my or apply my craft and learn my trade you know and if anybody has any, um, you know, get in touch with me on um, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram if you have anything to say about the podcast. I hope you like most of it. Um, I hope you like the podcast anyways. And if anybody has, sorry, if anybody has any topics they'd like me to cover or any ideas for the podcast, you can subscribe. You can, um, on my WordPress, uh, it's my, it's my, um, tagged post or whatever you know you're my top post on facebook and my uh, pinned tweet on twitter you can go give me a little donation if you'd like to you know help me continue doing this and stuff because i'm really enjoying it and um you know if you have any suggestions you can reach me through those pages or if you want to donate um or subscribe to help me kind of you know keep going keep creating and stuff um fan, i have loads of ideas and stuff for the podcast and i have ideas every day for different things i could do i don't want to you know overload my channel with different stuff so that it's hard to navigate i also don't want to take on too much and do a classic key thing of starting off with a big you know i'm gonna do this 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 and then not doing it so i thank everyone for being patient and for letting me have one or two weeks off there um shout out to everyone who's like a regular listener brian in in america brian and joanne um johnny i don't know if john actually listens to the podcast but uh just shout out to johnny mealy anyways absolute gent first and last time i'll ever say that about johnny <laughs> shout out to everyone in ireland who listens um cave and people who have suggested stuff as i was saying yes if you have any suggestions let me know i i welcome all suggestions shout out to dynamo dynamite studios and dynamo the magician hope he's doing well um dynamite studios for the inspiration for this week and shout out to russ gray for the intro and the outro and without further ado here he is have a great week guys 
Have a fantastic one. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Uh, this is nothing that you've seen before. Yeah. This is not something for the green CeeLo. This is something that we need dope Reviews of the movies, favorite TV shows Or take you lit talks about life That's just in second breakfast Two themes in one podcast Huh, this man is restless He got just what you seeking Scrambler, he is the wrath peaking rambler